Hi everyone, Randy Dietrich, and my mission is to add value to others. I believe in the power of the human spirit. My goal is to encourage you to pursue all your dreams with all your imagination. And thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's talk, please share with a friend. Add value to the world. how you can make a tremendous positive difference in the world it works every time bet on the good in people man you were born to make a difference in this world in fact it's safe to say that everyone has an impact to some degree you with me everyone in the world has some impact some are larger some are smaller everyone's born with a gift and it's our job to use those gifts to give to other people this presentation is called how to make a difference but let's point something out right up front here to have an impact, you're going to have to do things, not just think about it. You're going to have to do it. Don't just talk about it. Don't intend to do it, but actually do. In fact, I would argue that good intentions, they're, they're kind of worthless. Good intentions don't get you anywhere. You got to do. You know, a great story of this is me and this organization called CJERP. So you all know I'm a supervisor for the local township. And part of that is being part of boards. And I was the board of CJERP. Justin Hill, Jackson, Eldred, Ross, you know, Polk, you know, it's, the, it's all the townships that come together, you know, to make the, the community a better place. And I, I was, I was nominated to be on this board. I had every intention to go to those meetings. I had every intention to add value to it, to go there and be part of it and give my input and, and what can I do to add value? But you know what? Those intentions were worthless because guess how many meetings I made? None. <laughs> I didn't make any of them. And, then, and they would reach out to me, go, Randy, what, thanks, for sh thanks for not showing up again. I'm like, what, what happened? I'm like, oh, my God, you know. But I had every intention, guys. At the, when we're at the township meeting, I go, yes, I will be there. But guess what? I didn't make one of them. So my good intentions were worthless. Because, you know, it, <laughs> the fact of the matter is that what meant more to me was spending time with my children, spending time with my wife. I completely forgot about the meetings because I try to spend my time based upon my values. And it wasn't there. So I had to send an email saying, guys, I got to resign. I can't be part of this because I'm never going to make it because I have good intentions, but I don't do it. So I resigned from it. After seven meetings, that's it. I go, I'm not following through. It's over. I completely failed. I called Jim. Jim's a horco. I said, Jim, can you replace me, man? He goes, I'll do it, dude. Found my replacement. Great. So there it is. So there's an example where intentions were worthless because I didn't show up. I didn't do it. We're talking about doing things here, not just talking about it or having intentions. I've learned that in life, if you want to do something, I'm first going to have to be vulnerable to do it. We're making a shift here. In life, if I want to do something, you're going to have to be vulnerable to do it. I need to give of myself first. That's how every business gets started, isn't it? Someone set out to create something when they create a business. They want to add value to someone else in some way. That's what every business does, by the way. It adds value to, to some organization or someone or some business or something. It adds value. So someone took their time and their money and they invested it in themselves to create something, to serve other people. They took a chance. They deliberately made themselves vulnerable. You must first give to receive. You live a better life if you trust in the good in other people. Always give first. Trust in the good. 
Be the first to give. Be the first to make yourself vulnerable. You know, even the young boys on the streets of Charleston, South Carolina know this. Tiff and I were down there a couple weeks back, and there's little boys on the streets. And the little boys, that what they do is they go out in the woods and they find palm leaves. And they, they, they take their time and they gather the leaves. Then they take their time and they weave these leaves into roses. Then what they do is they don't, they don't ask for money for them. No, they're, they're much smarter than that. What they do is they'll walk up to a pretty lady like my wife and they'll hand it to the lady. And when she accepts the gift and she says, thank you, the young man kindly says, you're welcome. Would you be willing to financially support me in my dream to make the MBA? Notice what that little boy did. He invested himself first, and then he bet on the good of humanity. He bet on the good in my wife, that I'm going to invest my time into creating this rose, and I'm going to give it to you for free. And I'm going to bet that you're going to give me something in return. But guess what? That little boy could have been ripped off. That little boy could have handed that rose to my wife. She said, nope, I'm not giving you anything. I bet you that little boy has a 100% success rate, though because he's betting on the good in people. He's taking the chance first. Imagine what the world would be if everyone acted like this, if everybody bet on the good and we return the good. If it works like this for the little boy on the streets of Charleston, it's going to work for you too. But you've got to have faith in the good in others. You're going to have to make yourself vulnerable, just like that little boy. You're going to have to take the risk, just like that little boy. Most people can get up and they look at the world and they say, I need to make $100. A better approach to life would be to wake up in the morning and ask yourself, how can I add value to others? Winston Churchill says it like this. We make a living by what we get, but we make a life by what we give. You cannot add value to others without adding value to yourself. John Maxwell puts it like this. He says, the problem is that it's not natural to give to others. It's natural to be self-centered. It's natural to be selfish. If you don't think you're self-centered, the next time you look at a group photograph, who do you look for first? <laughs> We're all like that. This is why we must be intentional when we add value to others, just like those little boys. Roy Bennett, he puts it like this. Attitude is a choice. Happiness is a choice. Optimism is a choice. Sadness is a choice. Giving is a choice. Respect is a choice. Whatever choice you make will make you. So choose wisely. You really can have anything in life you want, only if you're willing to help enough other people get what they want. My name is Randy, and my mission is to add value to the world. I love y'all. We won't take too much time on this, but that, that story, when you were talking about the kid in Charleston, that was kind of like, again, it's a, it's like a good paradigm shift. It's a change, right? Mm -hmm. Betting on the good in people. Mm -hmm. um, it's a, your bet, but it is, it's a bet because you are betting mm -hmm. and the, the risk of. Mm -hmm. He could lose his rose. He can lose it. He could have like, lost the rose. That's he, what it could be. He worked hard all morning, went and gathered him up, took the time to make it, learned how to make it. It was, it was beautiful. He hands it away gives it away. The moment she goes, thank you. He goes, you're welcome. Would you be willing to donate to me to make my MBA dreams? I mean, who knows if that's true? Yeah. But 
no one's going to say no to that. I mean, I, I, I've learned that when I say to people, would you help me pursue my dreams in my life? No one's going to go, no, get away from me, man. <laughs> of course. I mean, people are good. People want to help other people. It's, yeah. just, it's just natural. And when we're vulnerable and say, I, can you help me? Are you willing to help me? And we hang ourselves out over the limb. Generally, no one cuts the limb off. They're going to find a way to support that limb. Just like that little boy. He was the best example ever. When I saw that play out, at first I was a little frustrated. Because I'm thinking, oh man, here it is. You know, another beggar, someone trying to, trying to get something. Like, come on, man, go do something. I thought, oh my God, he did something. Mm. He did it. He went and worked for free. And then he's betting on someone to give him money. And he's going to bet on the good in the person. This little boy, he should teach the world a lesson. I mean, I, I was, Tiff and I were on this horse wagon ride. I'm like, I'm t- making notes in my phone going, that's the best lesson ever. I need to go meet that little kid. Couldn't find him then. He ran away. Oh, no. Off to get more leaves. <laughs> you know, right? <laughs> but he worked, because you're right. He bets it. Yeah. Right? The one way I could say I can relate it to it is when I was trying to get into the film industry when I was out in LA and sending over 7,500 emails. <gasps> and you get that one mm-hmm. yes, right? Mm-hmm. You get the one yes. I guess betting. Yep. Right? But then in return, he's taking a gamble that I have his best interests in mind, mm-hmm. right? His name's mm-hmm. Don Johnson. If somehow Don Johnson ever hears about That's this, awesome. he'll know. But he took a gamble on me by giving some random kid a dream uh, that had a dream, mm-hmm. a shot to work on one of the biggest sets in Hollywood. But because he took a gamble on me by me asking, see, now it all works. Now mm-hmm. it all makes sense. Yep. That was yep. a correlation I think I yep. needed. It's That's true. So true. You get anything you want in life. As long as you're willing to help other people get what they want. Get what they want. It's great stuff, right? Yeah. Good old Zig. Good, good old Zig Ziglar. Right. Thanks, man. <laughs>